0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard as we bring a weird and wonderful 2020 in Scottish football to a close. Stephen Robinson won't be the Motherwell manager heading into the new year after he resigned from the job. All eyes on Ibrox this weekend and what promises to be a huge day in the title race. But who'll play? Stephen Gerrard's happy with his midfield options despite injuries. Barkas is in. Will Scott Brown return? So many questions. You can give us the answers. I'm Gordon Duncan and joining me tonight, your usual Thursday duo. Who else would you want to bring in the new year with? Gordon DL and Mark Wilson. Yeah, glad to be here on Hogmanay. Um, but I want to. Aye, brilliant. I'm glad that shift fell on your watch. Well, it wants to talk about, obviously, Gordon, but starting with Stephen Robinson, never nice seeing a manager resign or lose her job, but he felt that it was the right time to go. Pretty honest of him. Results haven't went his way recently. Um, also, Celtic Rangers taking care of business yesterday, no problems there, as everyone thought, and it builds up nicely to the weekend's game. Can't wait for it. Yeah, sad day today with the news that our manager's left, Gordon. Uh, such great memories under him, and we wish him all the very best in his new venture. Uh, he'll probably take time off, relax over a new year, and look to get back into football as quick as he can. Uh, but all eyes will be focused on what is probably the biggest Rangers and Celtic game for a long, long time in Saturday. Yeah, I'd agree with that, actually. But I was looking back at the, the New Year games um, between Celtic and Rangers over... Over a number of years And you've got to say The the probably 10 in a row season For Rangers You know back in 98 Where Celtic It was Things were pretty similar That Celtic had to win that And I'm looking at it In terms of Celtic's point of view Probably the biggest one Since then for them So it's absolutely massive And the two of them Took care of business yesterday Done what they needed to do You know What a question marks I think More for Neil Lennon um, over team selection Saturday So a lot to look forward to It's a big weekend of football Gordon The festive fixtures come thick and fast we, We've already mentioned that you know Stephen Robinson won't be in charge for Motherwell Did that shock you this morning? Um, yeah funny you should say Because I, I was reading his piece uh, this morning After yesterday's game Which was disappointing I thought it started alright Once again looked like creating a few chances But then Kamara got a terrific goal And second half Going down to 10 men Uphill battle for his Um but I was surprised at his comments this morning Gone before I knew the news That he was coming out and having a real go At some of the players And I'm thinking Oh, he's got a big job to pick them up for Saturday And then I found out that he'd obviously resigned um, Not a nice way to go for him I think he's I think he felt hurt I know he, the, the love he had for the club um, The affection he had for the club as well And He's probably left in a uh, in a sort of bad taste with his players because he's had a real dig at them. Whereas probably sitting now thinking, do you know what? Is that not allowed though? Because no, no, when, when you think about it, that's his that's his job. You know, so when, he's he's the one sitting out a job. Is it not right that the guys he's put out in the park who haven't performed? Is it not right for him to vent his frustration and anger and say, look, you have basically I know he's resigned, but you have basically cost me. Yeah, what's, but, what's but, but he's got to take responsibility as well, Mark Because there's two things to it And as you know, as someone who has been in that uh, position And felt the boots um, You pick the team You pick the players You get the recruitment You pick the tactics Yes, the players take a bit of responsibility But Stephen Robertson's got to take You know, if, if uh, 
we lose on Saturday to Hamlet. It's bottom, bottom of the league. So maybe it's the right time for him, but all I'll say to him is I wish him all the very best. Okay, 0141 That's today's breaking news, obviously. So Motherwell fans, Stephen Robinson has resigned. Is that... The right call The wrong call How do you feel On hearing that news And ultimately what next You'll have seen all the names Throw them at us Let's discuss it And see where the club goes From here I don't think we've forgotten There's a The minor issue Of a rather big game At Ibrooks Saturday lunchtime And this Will be your last Chance To pick your team It will be your last chance To come on here And tell us who should play Tell us who shouldn't Get all your pre-match thoughts And predictions Because we're obviously Not here tomorrow this is your last chance Don't miss it 0141-951-1025 Or Twitter At Clyde SSB Just how much are you looking forward To that one on Saturday Gordon? Can't wait I really can't It's so important Gordon um, You know I think that The Rangers fans will be Very confident And they rightly should be Celtic fans Are starting to get more confident because of the clean sheets and the performances I watched them against Dundee United yesterday thought first half they played very, very well But they're not playing a Dundee United They're not playing Ross County They're not playing Hamilton They're not playing Kilmarnock They're going to ha- uh, Ibrooks Where Rangers have been absolutely terrific But, you know, they're going there with more confidence now Than probably, I think, say, a month back uh, When they were going through a real bad time they've, For me, they've found a formation that's Working for them Whether they stick with that And this is why I think we've got a lot of calls tonight That diamond in the middle of the park That two up front Looks a real threat But do you go there With that formation Against a Rangers team Who really At Ibrox are brilliant It's a brilliant Build up Mark Wilson Because there's, there's so much at stake Obviously with the points gap At the top And the way this season Has progressed A real shame I don't want to repeat it It's worth mentioning But everybody knows now No fans uh, a real real shame when you look at the size of the fixture But but tactically And personnel, who's going to play Who shouldn't play, how how will they match up Neil Lennon's talking about Barkas Definitely playing, some Celtic fans Are happy with that, some are definitely not Someone like Scott Brown, does he come back in And disrupt what's been a, su- a successful Midfield in recent weeks There are just so many questions to be answered Yeah, so many side stories going on with this one um, There were a few with Rangers but I think you know, the likes of Morelos and stuff like that have, have answered those questions, you'll probably will start. But for Celtic, I mean, Daz is saying about the, the formation, they've found one that suited them, they're playing well with it. I think it'd be madness to change that. You know, you've, you've looked pretty solid, you know, pretty pretty good in weeks gone by. Why change it? Big one is Scott Brown, does he come in? I'm not so sure he will this time. I think Sorrell's done enough maybe to hold his place in the team. And Barkas... Is I mean it's, it's a strange one for me As strange as I can remember In terms of a goalkeeper We're used to just goalkeepers Being a number one And a number two This Celtic trio Have chopped and changed So much this season Who knows if this is the right decision Come what Two o'clock on Saturday afternoon When everything's said and done That's when we'll find out If it's the correct decision It's taken me to the last day of the year For I'm finally a rub off he actually is talking sense this guy um, I'm going with him I think that Neil Lennon would I, I would be baffled If he went into Saturday's game And changed that mm. formation uh, His biggest concern And my personal thing is He's back for Because there's questions Left back Who plays left back Julian Is he fit or not fit Who would come in at centre back Who plays right back We know where the goalkeeper's stuck on 
Once again Mark said there about the question Who plays in the middle part Does he bring Brown in I don't If it was me so I wouldn't I'm sorry I can Go with the arguments About this guy's experience What a wonderful player What a wonderful servant We'll never argue with that This is all about Winning the most important game For Celtic this season For a long long time If there's any chance at all Of retaining this title I think you've got to go with the guys that are doing the job right now And I don't think Scott Brown comes on the team for We've me. been building up to this for weeks So get in touch, this is it This is your last chance If you want to make an outlandish prediction This is your last chance You want to tell us who should play and who shouldn't play This is your last chance 01419511025 Let's do it James in Kings Park is going to kick things off From the Rangers side of things How are you feeling James? Confident? Eh... Uh... Quite confident, yeah. Um, just if I give a bit of backstory first, Gordon. So sure. uh, my twin uh, is a season ticket holder at Parkhead. No um, way. Seriously? Uh, aye. Aye. Um, I can go into that story, but that's a longer story. No, so, no, no. Hold uh, on a while. You're not getting off the hook that easy. Just give us the short version. How does it come about that you and your twin have ended up one a Celtic fan, one a Rangers fan? So basically when we were kids, um, you always get compared to each other. Who's the better at football? Who's the faster runner? Who's just you always get compared to each other. So when it came to the time where my mum and dad were buying football strips, it was like, right, what team do you want? He said Celtic, and so I said, I don't want to be the same as you. I'll be Rangers, um, and that's that's the concept. I mean, my, my dad's a Rangers fan. I don't want to be uh, the same as you, James, but you're well. twins. Oh, so uh, so your dad, your dad is what? What side did you say? So my dad Rangers are. Right, okay, so you, you managed to go along with him And your what's your brother's uh, name? John Unbelievable, so right what, what's uh, that, that's, So that's the backstory then And of all the, of all the years that, that you've You've been on the opposite side of, of the rivalry How does this one feel? So, well this is the, the whole reason for the call So the past three or four years He would phone me on the morning at all for me And he would say that it'll be however many Celtic want it to be We'll do this, we'll do that And everything I would speak to him I would say I just want it to be competitive. Like, obviously, I want to win, but I don't want it to be a do. Like, if, if Rangers get beat, I don't want it to be a do. I want it to be competitive. So I spoke to him the other day, and he said to me, I just want it to be competitive. And it's kind of goes <laughs> reverse. So that's it. First, I'm, I'm quite happy with that. Um, I mean, in terms of how I want it to go, I would, my heart would love Rangers to go and put five past them. But my head's saying I'll take one now. Uh, listen, I think everybody knows now that Rangers... Major sign of of a dominance or the complete turnaround is obviously to have won things clearly, right? But but given the way this season has gone, the Rangers now go into game this fixture as as big favourites. The way that, that James's brother feels, yeah, yeah, it's amazing the turnaround, isn't it? You know, John and James have have turned total opinions of uh, the fixture, and I think a lot of Celtic. Is that the way you see it? Uh, I would have probably seen that about six weeks ago. I think Celtic have found something, Gordon. I'm not going to say that I'll, I'll give my predictions, are they? But I think they've found something that gives them more confidence of going to Ibrox. If you'd have said to me six weeks ago, I'd be saying Rangers are a stick on on Saturday. A stick on at Ibrox, the way they're playing. Everyone knows their formations. I know they've got one or two. Their, their, their players out like Arfield, who are a big player. But they've mm-hmm. just got players that can come in and, and, and do the, the, the same role. And the way they've been playing and everything going into this game would side with Rangers, of course it would. But I do believe that it's going to be a t- terrific game because of if he plays the same formation, he plays eight players in the middle of the part, he plays eight two up top, 
and he can get his defence right, I think this will be a cracker. Really mm. do. James, are there any big decisions for Stephen Gerrard to make? Ryan Jack and Scott Arfield are injured. We're going to hear from uh, the Rangers manager. I mean, he's he's maybe changed the likes of Hillander and Balligan. Hadji maybe has has thrown his his hat into the ring. Are there any big calls as far as you're concerned? Uh, for me, I would I would start Hillander um, at the back. I think just watch him. He, he just looks so calm. Um, and I know there's not going to be any fans there, but you obviously want calm heads. Uh, and I think Hadji drops out for Kent, and it'll be a front three of Morelos, Kent and Roof, um, with the same three in the middle, Aribo, um, Davis and Kamara, and I think that should be enough to get the job done. You two are nodding. I hate it when everyone agrees, but is that... I, you got I don't know, I might... I, I would say Balligan might have a, a fair shout of coming in um, at centre-back, but the rest, I, I think Kent will come back into the side. Although I've said he's been disappointing this season... And he's not really contributed what he has in previous seasons or how he started the season, should I say. Yeah, he was good, great at the start of the season, yeah, wasn't he? Yeah, start of the season. I think he will come in for Hadji, even though I think Hadji's done a decent job the last couple of games. Morelos, I thought maybe last week there might have been question marks with Roof coming in, but I think William Scorn, that cements his place. Roof obviously will play, and I think you've got to say it will be the same three in the middle of the park. So, you know, pretty much straightforward, I think, for, from a Stephen Gerrard point of view. Pretty yeah, it's a 50-50 at the back mark isn't yeah. it? You yeah. Know? Yeah. And, and I think that the, the thing about Rangers supporters is You know, if he, if he goes with Balogun I think they'll be they'll be quite happy going mm. Because I think the two of them can get in there and do a job I totally agree, same midfield, same front Morelis for me was always going to play I know that question mark Well he's not scored goals for he scored his first goal in three months whatever. But I just think he brings a lot Especially this game He'll be looking for his first goal against Celtic obviously so I just think the question mark for Steven Gerrard is the centre back position. James, these socially distanced times, I can't quite keep up with bubbles and, and the rest of it. I, d- I don't know if you and your twin live together. Is it going to be a case of firing a few, a few text messages back and forward on Saturday? Can you hear us, James? Gordon, Gordon. Uh, hello. Hi, got you. Mm-hmm. Sorry, it'll be a FaceTime in the morning um, in the game. We'll say our piece And then We'll have probably have a post-mortem after it Will you do that right Because I say it ends in disappointment for Rangers Will you be able to face him Can you face up to him after that Oh definitely Listen absolutely um, There was one time in the Recent past We watched the game together And it did end On a bit of a sour note But we'll never what ne- we, Never come uh-huh. to What are we never, talking we'll Not fisticuffs no no, not just maybe a wee bit of a strop, uh, <laughs> mostly to my part for the last few years. But um, but no, we're, we're, I think we're, we're both sort of level-headed enough to know that at the end of the day, you know, I don't want to say it's just a game because I know it's no, but you know, there's many important things in the world just now. Um, so I, but I still be. Brilliant, love to hear that. That was a great story to kick us mm-hmm. off, James and John, the twins who one supports Rangers, one supports. That's the type That's of call that, to be honest, that people might think oh, they've they've set that up. And that's a great story that they've gone in search of. That's a random no. call through, um, giving us that gold to to kick us off. Love that, right? Thank you very much to James in Kings Park. Let's hear from Ryan Christie. Um, he doesn't necessarily think it's a must-win game for Celtic. He says there's plenty of time left in the season, and he believes form will go out the window. We went through that kind of little dip in form. We knew that it was only just going to take a slight turn and we'd, buy, we'd be back um, as long as we kind of kept to, to what we know and kept working hard. So um, we've done that, we've kind of rode the wave and we're out the other side of it and now we're just looking to kick on. You know, we're, we are in a good run of form, as are they, but um, it is at the same time, it's a bit of a, a one-off game as well. I think everyone else goes aside and 
um, you just try and, and um, come out the better side on the day and um, you know obviously we're desperate to, to come away with three points at the weekend um, and take us into the new year and then we'll really have a, um, a right go at it. Do you see this game as a must-win game for Celtic? No, there's still plenty, plenty of games to go, obviously there's still half a season to go so um, you know, obviously, to, to win the derby first and foremost, obviously to get a bit of revenge for the first derby of the season. Um, you know, there's a lot of different factors. Obviously, we're desperate to, to win it, but um, you know, coming out the other side, there's still plenty of games to be played to, to um, find out who's going to win the league. Not, not a must-win game. To be fair, in, in fairness to Ryan Christie, that's maybe him trying to, to sort of play it uh, down. But yeah. I can see that you disagree. Oh, hundred percent. So a draw is not uh, even enough for Celtic, no. I think they must win it, Gordon. Really? I've got to be honest. I mean. Look, if you're a wee bit closer of the points gap, it's a wee bit closer and Celtic have got three games in hand, you go, well, maybe. I think they've got to go there and win that to narrow the gap, to put a dent in Rangers, you know, confidence, to put a dent in that points gap right away and go away from Ibrox. And like Ryan Christie says here, have a good go at it after that. I don't think going there and sitting for a draw and hoping for the best against this Rangers team would work. They have to go there mm. and they have to win. I, I mean, I can't remember... I touched on it at the start of the show A game at New Year That Celtic had to win As much as this one Compared to the, the 1998 season Where if Celtic lost that Rangers would have went seven ahead League would have been all but over 10 in a row to Rangers They won it I think this is pretty similar The pressure's on these Celtic players What's the Celtic team then? Predict it And maybe give me what If that is in line with what you would do uh, In comparison to what Neil Lennon would do uh, well, it depends on Julian, obviously. Um, well, let's just assume he's fit. Okay. Um, I would probably go with Barkas. I would go back four of Ayer. Ayer right back? Yeah. Okay. Because I think if you're going to play Diamond, you need defenders in there. I would go Ayer, uh, Beaton, Julian, and Taylor. The same Diamond and the same two up top. There you go. On you go. Pretty simple. Mark Wilson. 100% agree I've, I've written it down Yeah Have you been okay. reading my paper? No there's absolutely no chance I've read your paper I'm yeah. disappointed I'm thinking the same yeah, the, the big what, one what is about, What about this argument then That Yep good That's been working for Celtic So you go there But You're, you're playing Rangers this time You're not mm. playing some of the other teams in the league And Rangers' strongest area Is Tavernier and Barisic yeah. It's their wide areas And you're going to go with a, a midfield uh, diamond, diamond how, yeah. So uh, how does that work? Well I mean you've got to put huge trust In Christie And McGregor to put in the miles on the day Now it's a hard shift when you're playing a narrow midfielder And you have to get out to a full back and track a full back But with McGregor I think you've got it all day long I think that, that guy can run all day long He'll put the miles in for the team He's You know he's all about teamwork So I don't think you have to worry that side with Tavernier I think McGregor can get out there and handle that Christie would be my concern that sometimes he switches off And sometimes he's Because he's more attack minded Yeah He's easily distracted And ball watching And that would be the concern But like we touched on At the start of the show I can't see why Neil Lennon Would change this He's found a formula That's won him games The past three weeks He has to stick with it He can't go back to a five To accommodate Rangers He has to go to Ibrox And go for it And And does that then what does that do to Rangers then Gordon Because I've asked Mark A bit of a loaded mm -hmm. question On the assumption that Rangers Will get joy Down the flanks And that could be a problem For Celtic But I'm assuming By going with a diamond two That, that if it works That might make Rangers Do something well, different Well ta tactically for Celtic It's got to be very important uh, I agree with Mark I, I, We could be wrong Neil might go and match up I, I don't think that's the way forward If you think about it If Celtic go with two up top 
Now Rangers play against Probably one striker most weeks Apart from They played against Hibs I thought Hibs played two And caused them problems But All of a sudden Your two fullbacks If they're They're really battering on High up the pitch And Celtic get the ball Are you going to leave a position with Edward and Griffiths Against your two centre backs At the back And say We'll go man for man So Rangers would need to tweak that a little bit It's Gordon It's on the day Who's the bravest And who controls the game 01419511025 Get your calls in We'll speak to you next You are the voice of Scottish football Call 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here It's 01419511025 If you want to join in If you've got a point Phone in and make it That's the way it operates tonight There's lots going on We've got Stephen Robinson Departing for Park Mother fans What do you make of it? And of course The big game On Saturday at Ibrox So many opinions Flying around with regards How it's going to go Team selection Tactics All the rest of it So let's do it 01419511025 Five. Richie says If as expected Celtic line up in the same uh, The Diamond and Rangers Can easily move to 4-2-3-1 Davis uh, Will split the two centre halves um, And then they won't be left 2v2 There you go Richie's got a solution for you Gordon Yeah, yeah. Uh, based on what they were saying See that solution Gordon Just quickly I, I, I totally agree with that But what it does is It makes Rangers Change their system a little bit Whereas everybody's thinking Celtic will need to change their system to suit Rangers. That's why tactically, Rangers I think will it's brilliant. not change your system. Rangers, uh, Rangers have stuck with the same system mm. under Gerard for you know yeah, a number tweaked, of years so now. Tweaked. I, I mean, yeah, because yeah, Rangers come up against two strikers in Europe. Yeah, but they're not. Well, very minor tweaks, maybe, yeah. but they'll still play the same way. And why wouldn't you? You're, when you've had you're, so, you're, so much success, you're missing the point. We're not talking about Rangers. Uh, Rangers have got to go out and say well, oh, we're playing a bit. During the game If it's a case They might just look and say Well we don't want to get caught Too mm. high up the p-. That's what I'm saying Mark Stephen Smith says Listening to SSB Oofed Can the game not just start now Let's go he says That's the go. It's that, mm, it's that, yeah. that type of uh, feeling About this one It's a massive game Let's speak to Ken Who is a Celtic fan uh, What do you think Ahead of the weekend Ken? Well um, After listening to last night's um, Rangers game McGregor seemed to Fumble quite a few So I'm more optimistic Than I was Because maybe McGregor's having a bit of an off uh, Form at the moment In that respect So Murray couldn't capitalise on it Hopefully we will um, I mean I would start with basically the same lineup. I mean I think there's really no injured Well yeah there is a question mark there To be fair I said to Gordon Answer the question um, Assuming that, that he was fit sort of thing You know hypothetically I think that it remains to be seen Whether he'll make it After that collision yesterday yeah, So the main question is Does he put in Duffy Or does he put in uh, Near Bitton I would go for Near, near Bitton Would you? And um, I would probably Put Brown on from the start And take Sorrow off Because A game like this You need Brown don't you? It's a fascinating one Because Do, do you? A game like yeah. this you, you need You need Brown I mean a lot of the Celtic supporters listen to this right now, Ken, will be screaming at the radio saying, no, no way. Um, and people like yourself still have faith that Scott Brown, with all his experience, even though he's he's not had the best of seasons or incomparable to the other seasons he's had, would still have him in there. It's a fascinating one. It's a headache for Neil Lennon. He picked him for the cup final in a must-win game. But I don't know. I, I just think... The circumstances are slightly different Soros came in Had another few good games under his belt He adds cool. With a goal It'd be very difficult to have the chat with Soros And sit him down and say 
Listen, you're not playing a game. I can see, I can, I can see both sides of it. I really can. Um, would I be surprised if Neil Lennon went with Brown? No, I wouldn't, because he's his captain, his leader. He's been in so many of these games. He's bought so many of these games. I just think it's different, Gorn. I really do. I think that um, you need a bit of more energy in there. I think the boy brings that sort of. I think he brings it, and Mark says he's confident in now. Um, I do believe that he'll go with the same diamond and the same two up top. Mm. Yeah, I mean, Ken, when you say, you know, Scott, you said something along the lines of Scott Brown, you know, needs to play these games or something like that. When I yeah, ask you this, this, this is this is not me blaming Scott Brown, right? F- far from it. So I don't want it to come across like I'm blaming Scott Brown, but Rangers have dominated this fixture in the last couple of meetings. And Scott Brown's played You know he, he, he's he been there He's been part of that So why is he immune To to change I mean I think with him there I think he just gives him An extra kick in the midfield He certainly gives Morelos An extra kick in the midfield But um, No I just think With experience you, you need him on that We need him on the park and that's the thing, Mark. I mean, I get that. It's an obvious one, and I'll repeat it again. I'm not saying Celtic's failure in the fixture has been down to Scott Brown. But I wonder if it's got to the stage where Celtic shouldn't be afraid to, to try something different because the last game, we know it was 2-0. The one before that, Rangers won 2-1. Celtic won the cup final, but Rangers dominated it. Uh, you know, we're going back quite a bit now yeah, that, yeah. that, it, that it's yeah. Rangers who've had the upper hand in the head-to-head. Yeah, uh, without a doubt, Scott Brown had his... His purple patch that lasted a long time against Rangers. We all said he was the outstanding performer in those days. But you're right, Gordon, to to highlight the previous games, and you have to deal with what's happening right now. And uh, and the games, the most recent ones, Rangers have overrun Celtic in the midfield area, and include Callum McGregor and that as well, albeit playing a different system that they're playing just now at, at that diamond. So you're right. You can't just keep going with the same. And hope that it'll be different When Neil's found this winning formula Through quite a rough season With his diamond, with Sauron, Turnbull Energetic, freshness put into the team Why would you change it with your biggest challenge? And I'm afraid for some Celtic fans who love Scott Brown A lot of them love Scott Brown I think this will be the one that he may miss out on Could be wrong right enough <laughs> come, mm. come 12 o'clock Saturday Ken, what's your prediction for the game? 2-1 uh, Celtic Confident, he sounded confident He said it with conviction We'll find out Thank you to Ken 01419511025 On the lines at Clyde SSB On Twitter Let's hear from Stephen Gerrard He says he's happy with his midfield options Despite Ryan Jack and Scott Arfield's injuries uh, He's also paying tribute to Alan McGregor After his 400th Rangers appearance He's looking for him to keep up his clean sheet record At the weekend If I can find the right button that is There we go I made it quite clear it was important we got someone in the door before the window shut in Bongani and getting him up to speed was the priority because over the course of the season with the schedule you know we know you're going to get a knock or two um, obviously Jack being out for the, the amount of times being a real disappointing thing for me Scott was a bit of bad luck just an innocuous challenge there at the weekend so it does make us slightly light in that area but having Bongani there is a big help and uh, Aribo getting back up to speed how he has and into form as quick as he has is, is a real positive. Again, Davo, again, showed why he's so important to us as well. Alan's been in great form. The, the clean sheet record, record this season has, has been really strong. We're defending really well. We were organised tonight, defended a lot better than the last time we were here. Um, so good for him. Um, let's hope he can uh, keep another one on us 401st. 
Is it testament to Rangers that having Ryan Jack and Scott Arfield out for this game Isn't even really causing much concern yeah. amongst the fans? Yeah, well how many uh, Celtic fans have we had calling the show saying Rangers haven't had any bad luck, any injuries Well, you quite clearly pointed out on numerous occasions they have And the two they've got out just now are huge players for them Arfield and Jack have been exceptional really This season and for, for a number of seasons now They'll be missing But They've got other guys who come in I mean a repo Taking a bit of time to get back up to fitness But he's come in and he's been excellent So he looks nailed on You know and, and Kamara and Davis You've just got performers there who Who are playing you know 8 out of 10 Every single week So it doesn't seem to be a problem A problem. Steve Gerrard there highlighting it He's got Zungu as well to come in So I mean such strength and depth in the squad It doesn't seem to be affected at this minute So Rangers midfield 3 will be what? Davis, Kamara and Aribo Pretty simple No no debate Zungu no, doesn't come, no. come out of nowhere And, and come in or No, no that's And Hadji doesn't play Well Hadji's certainly I know that would you be know, a bit further his, forward but. Yeah he put his name in the frame But I just think Kent, Morelos and Roof Is the strongest three I think what he's got Just now uh, Davis, Kamara and Aribo Is his strongest midfield three Gordon uh, My big question is just The centre back And I wouldn't bother If I was a Rangers fan Who he played in there Because I think they're 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 very good at the back. I would play if I was of a Rangers mind, Stephen Gerrard. I would play Balogun. I think Balogun just attributes of has got a wee bit more than Helander. Does Helander is he the first choice though? Does he not tend to be the, the first choice? Um, I know Balogun's well, come in for some big games as I well. Well, I, I actually don't, I don't really know Gordon because they've chopped and changed that much. Like mm. you say, Balogun's played some big ones as well. Um, I think Stephen Gerrard will look at the threat. He'll assess. What Celtic are going to play up against him I think he'll realise it'll probably be a two And I think You're probably safer with mm. Balogun's Attributes against Edward and Griffiths And Jar Hollander. Okay, The all-knowing bald one tweeted in to say And he thinks he thinks Balogun will be in the team uh, Rather than Hollander. But we'll find out Let's bring in Scott who is a Rangers fan in Airdrie How do you see it going on Saturday lunchtime Scott? What I would like I uh, know this is a massive ask it's seven nothing. Oh, yeah, I'm sure you would like that. How likely are we talking here? Well, I don't actually know. I don't care who he plays, right? Because Rangers seem to be strength and depth, as, as, you, as the whole panel's been saying, right? Mm-hmm. Now, quite a lot of the Celtic players, as far as I can see, don't actually want to play for him, right? That's, that's my opinion. Uh, Edward, it wants away, without doubt. Um, I don't know how that would go And uh, Barkas I hope he puts Barkas in Because That man can't see things coming And Hazard can Well Barkas is playing Neil Lennon confirmed that yesterday So you, you think that's a good thing From a Rangers perspective Scott? Absolutely That man's going to get destroyed tomorrow Tomorrow? Oh not tomorrow You're at the end of the Sorry the old farm ah, game Massive yeah, yeah, steak yeah, pie yeah, ahead of <laughs> That's understandable It's excitement Trying to get to the yeah. The no, Celtic mate. goalkeeping situation Is fascinating Yeah of course it is Gordon uh, But Neil Lennon's made a decision That they've paid f- Whatever they've reported Four and a half Five million plus wages And everything to go with that He's been brought in as a number one Neil Lennon's made that decision Me personally I said on Tuesday night And people took it the wrong way That I don't think you can get into games like this with a young kid. I think his future will, you know, he'll grow into being a Celtic goalkeeper. He's a very good goalkeeper. I just don't think he was ready because I keep going back to the semi-final. If he hadn't saved the two penalties, I don't think he'd have played in the next game. 
Right So I can understand Neil Lennon's Thought process of the goalkeeper Now Scott I don't understand his thought process When he's saying Well Edward doesn't want to play for them And yet he's banging in the goals Now You know he's scoring goals I think I think the, the difference with Edward is He's a typical footballer that Lost for him Then the rumours go about He wants away Now he may want away But The fact is He looks better now with Griffiths up there He looks mm. like he's enjoying it better But he's scoring goals He's a threat So I don't care who the manager's sitting in the dugout and and Saturday you'll not bother if it's Neil Lennon or Steven you're out there to win one of the biggest games going about I mean Scott you've said you want to win 7-0 I'm, I'm sure you do I'm sure you speak on behalf of every fan um, going into the fixture how how confident are we talking though realistically are you expecting it to be one-sided is there anything that worries you that, that it might not be the case I'm expecting it to be an absolute massacre mm. what are we talking Realistically, here we go. You can't be going seven. Seriously, I'm seriously going seven. None. Okay. Mm. Is that see, tomorrow or Saturday you're going that? <laughs> you're asking me, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, see, 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 see if it is seven. That wee clip of me going seriously just gets played. I, so I, I, I don't oh, make predictions. Oh, this so is where to... this is where Rangers fans are just now because they're so confident and they've took a ribbon for years. You know, on this show and you know with our pals that Celtic were so dominant. Plenty of Celtic fans. Called up here Said it's going to be 6 It'll be 7 And games gone by Very rarely did it turn out like that There was a few 5s in there But I don't think this Celtic team In recent weeks Are as bad Or as easy to beat As some Rangers fans think they'll be When they turn up to Ibrox on Saturday I think they know It is make or break This is the last chance saloon I think for 10 in a row They're playing 2 up front They're playing a different system They've got midfielders scoring goals now I don't think there'll be as much distance between the teams as some Rangers fans are thinking. Scott, you're a man who thinks it's going to be seven nil. So I assume that you think the league is already in the bag. You strike me as the no, optimistic. No, 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 no. Oh, right, no, okay. Don't, don't misquote me. But I've got one hand on the league trophy in a minute. Just one hand, and that is all. So you're you're not confident if you go and beat Celtic seven nil on Saturday, you're still only get one hand in the league trophy. Well, not then. All right, okay. Ah right that will, that will swing it Right yeah. Scott and Airdrie Thank you very much 01419511025 On the phones At Clyde SSB on Twitter Don't hang around This is our final show Before the big kick off On Saturday lunchtime At Ibrooks. Let's hear from you 01419511025 This is Scottish football's League leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson and Gordon Diel Here with me Gordon Duncan On tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard You always know it's been a year full of nonsense With these two in the studio And t- tonight is no different right I'm obviously the, the consummate professional Trying to go about a bit of preparation for the show All I can hear is these two at the break there Gordon DL asking Mark Wilson If he thinks one of his legs is longer than the other <laughs> he's, he's had this hip operation yeah. That he's been boring everyone with for the last few months And he now seriously thinks he's come out of it With one leg uh-huh. longer than the other uh-huh. it, it, What's the verdict? <laughs> What's the medical I, I, opinion? It does look like it's it Because we were doing a wee experiment there So he, he stood on one leg And was he, was, he was tall Then he stood on his left leg And he did dip down Nonsense That's a leg Look, I'm a big tall centre-back Look, I'm new you <laughs> <laughs> No joke, that's what it's like There's a definite difference He's got one leg shoes. I'm going to get your shoes sorted My shoes are the exact same 
That's my point. Yeah, You've been done with uh, the surgeon. surgeon. He's, oh, he's where did you get that done? John Victor on my It's like Winston. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I, I'm absolutely heartbroken that this one didn't occur on air, right? Because you know, you know that that um, that condition, if you can call it that, that um, or that disorder, I suppose it would be, where people are. Um, Get compulsion And they have to make sure Everything's really neat And they have to do things A certain way Everyone knows What that's called Gordon DL Just referred to it As OCDC <laughs> <laughs> Like the worst ACDC <laughs> tribute act Of all time And you are so lucky That oh. mic wasn't on Because that one Would have followed you around oh. Forever OCDC He said ah, he's, got, he's got OCDC <laughs> him. Oh my word <laughs> Oh. Anyway, right, back to the football uh, We are on Twitter as well as the phones What have we got on Twitter? Let's see, we've not had too much uh, Twitter um, contact so far Ah yes, we've got a few people wanting to know your thoughts on This odds on Edward challenge yesterday I don't know if you, you've mm, seen it yeah. um, I think it was on Peter Pollitt mm-hmm. um, what, What's your take on it? Um, uh, yeah, listen, I think People are, are right to flag it Now I don't think it's intentional In any way I think Edward You know the ball's loose. Doesn't really have to be though Does it That's No, the, the no thing. it doesn't have to, It has to be He goes in for it Paul flicks it away He definitely catches him High up his leg um, I mean we've seen these in the past Been been dragged up And dragged back In retrospective action Over it I don't know if anything will be done But it certainly catches him high up Yeah I mean My understanding is that Because of the time of year Gordon And, mm. and, and the fact that the game's come Thick and fast And we just played last night Even if anything was to happen I don't see Odson Edward Missing the game at the weekend I think fast track notices Of complaint from last night Would be announced on On Tuesday Now they're, they're usually announced On a Tuesday mm-hmm. But we think of that As being the Tuesday After weekend fixtures It just so happens We had the The extra fixtures And in case you hadn't noticed Tomorrow's New Year's Day So I don't think anything Is going to nothing, Nothing's going to stop Odson Edward um, in a disciplinary sense for, From playing this weekend Is it one that might be looked at? It's so difficult uh, to predict isn't it? Yeah I think it will be Gordon um, I'm not saying he goes in with 10 of course But it's quite high uh, Looks a sore one uh, I'll be interesting to see mm. what the authorities do with this And then uh, we go down that route that you've all heard before If the referee sees it in its entirety And decides that his view of it was you know, was fine and accurate at the time Then nothing can happen hmm. If he says that he didn't see the bit of it That constituted a, you know, some sort of offence Then, to, to be fair, I watched the game yesterday the I, I watched the game yesterday And I didn't really look and think Oh, hold on a minute but as, and not, yes, When you see it slowed down and Slowed down in, yeah. and it's always worse slowed down But if you're the uh, Peter Pollitt You know that's a sore one hmm. uh, It really is a sore one Well, I know it won't satisfy everyone But it, it's going to have to be Watch this space Because of, of where we're at It would be next week Like I say Before we find out So um, don't shoot the messenger And all that 01419511025 If you want to talk about that Or anything else So that's the best way To get your point across Give us a call Let's speak to Frank Who is a Celtic fan On the line uh, Frank, we've had some Confident Rangers fans Just before you Where are your confidence levels? Um, I had to double check It wasn't in April Fool's Day The day guys And um, Rather than New Year's Eve But that last call It was on saying It's going to be 7-0 I can understand Rangers fans Feeling confident And rightly so Given the form Of their team this season um, But that, that, that's just um, Taking the mickey Obviously um, My confidence is certainly better um, I don't think I've spoke to you guys In the last month um, <clears throat> Probably since the despair Of getting knocked out Off of Ross County And people like that But um, Confidence is certainly better because I think middle to front 
Um, the team look far better. I still think at the back we look a bit jittery. Um, Julian, before he went off last night, I thought in the first half, I know Gordon certainly seen it. I don't know if Mark did watch the match. I thought Julian in the first half was dreadful. Um, I thought his distribution was poor. He looked slow. Even when he clatters off the post, the boy, the boy rips him in two in terms of pace. Um, so I still think we're suspect at the back. Um, and I think that that's where Rangers do look strong. Um, the boy roof up front is on fire. But yeah, I mean, I'm certainly more confident than where I was four or five weeks ago. Um, I still say that Celtic are slight outsiders. Um, I do think there'll be goals on it, despite Rangers' very impressive um, defensive record. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm hopeful. But I think you're talking about team selection. Um, I would probably keep the same starting 11 than uh, his last night, apart from Julian, who looks injured, and it's probably going to be beat when it comes in. However, I was saying to the producer there that if there was going to be potentially the Scott Brown issue, um, I think everybody's looking at the easy option as it's sort of out and Brown in. Mm-hmm. And what I would potentially look at doing is dropping Christie and bringing Brown back, which I think could give Celtic an extra dynamic in midfield. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where Rangers are strong. The midfield battle in the last three or four old firm matches is where Rangers have bossed it. And I think all of a sudden you've got uh, Brown and Sorrell because Sorrell just brings something different to the team. And then you've got Turnbull, who's that classic box-to-box player I don't think we've had since Armstrong. That that could um, throw it a wee bit. And Christy out in the wing, I don't think he offers a team as much as what... Um, as, as pre- um, probably as much as what we want. But in saying that, he's always capable of scoring yeah. an absolute world. Franca, Franca, final final. I, was, I was agreeing with everything you were saying there until you got... Because I did... I watched Julian. There was a couple of nervous clearances last night. He was going with his wrong foot and stuff like that before he got injured. Uh, I totally agree. I've said it for weeks now that the weakest point in Celtic just now uh, is at the back. Now, I'm sorry, I disagree. I would play Christy all day long because... You look at the big games, for instance, semi-final against Aberdeen. He comes in on left foot, bang, top corner, mm-hmm. goal right away. Ab- uh, Hearts final, bang, goal. That's what he gives you, and Celtic need that. It goes back to that argument though, doesn't it? How much does Celtic want to slash need to take into account that, that it's Rangers that they're playing and they might not be the dominant team this time? How much is it about stopping the opposition and how much of it is about just doing what you do? Because uh, if, if it is about that You know you're talking about If it was the diamond Mark said he's not sure He would Trust Christie defensively As much Is mm-hmm. that an option then? Is it that Scott Brown Actually does play At the bottom of that diamond But, but Sorrow's in there no, then, To the right of him No then you're moving I think Sorrow is better At the bottom of the diamond Gordon Then you're moving someone out You're taking a match winner Out of your game Everybody I think Really believes That Celtic have to go And win this Now to go and win this game You've got to go with A, I think your best players in form I think they've got to go with players that can Win you a game whether you're in control Of the game or not Christie's won, you know, as I, I said There are the two big games, semi-final, final And he's done it numerous occasions For Celtic in the big games I can hear mm. the argument of Celtic fans Wanting the Scott Brown in there Because rightly so, they believe he's a guy That's Held them together for so many years Played so many games A captain Hugh de- describes him as Second best ever captain to Billy McNeil So I can understand that But sometimes you've just got to go mm. With what you believe is good enough On the day to win it Look Frank makes some good points You, you do Frank um, 
I just have to agree with, with Daz in this one But what I would say Is that These games These recent games Where Neil Lennon's been in charge of Celtic Very rarely goes with a straightforward team Against Rangers It's always been known to throw in A surprise A surprise mm. And again It wouldn't surprise me If he actually thought I'm bringing Brown in But I'm leaving Sorrow in as well It wouldn't surprise me You look at the last one You know Welsh come in through injury And stuff and that But Clamala played up front You go back to the games at Ibrox With Mikey Johnson And things like that there's always been surprises They in tend to have been forced though Do they mm. not? A lot of them Yeah Yeah some of them But still mm-hmm. Neil likes to throw in A, a curveball And it might just be Sorrow and a Brown In there on Saturday And, and leave Chris out Mark No I, I, listen I just says I'm with you I, I know but, but, if he, but if, he, if he puts that They two in You think he's got to leave Chris out because, I don't think he'd leave McGregor out yeah, Or Turnbull well, well and the reason I'll say it as well I I Turnbull has been brilliant since he went in, right? And nobody can deny that about the boy. I think he links up well with Christie. I really think they're a threat. I think they're in the same sort of mm. wavelength, Gordon. They're nice passing, their movement. I think that would be a massive gamble. But Matt's right, he throws a curveball in now and again. Frank, the previous Rangers fan who was on was delighted to hear that, that Barkas is going to play. Is that is that fair or have you got a bit more faith in him? No, I don't think it's fair. Uh, I mean, I can... I see the guys... <laughs> The commentary team last night in the telly had to bang on. I felt he's, he came from a different culture, Greece. He's not settled in well. Am I disappointed? Yes, and he's a couple of clangers. But actually, has he had massive games? You'd say, God, that guy looks absolutely dreadful. I mean, I think sports team highlighted it perfectly last night. What he had to do last night, he done well. Um, but yeah, it's a bit harsh and um, young Hazard who. Was the penalty kick hero? But actually, if you look at the 120 minutes in the cup final, he starts. I thought he was absolutely boo. Probably worse than any game I've seen Barkas this season, if I'm honest. So, listen, he's a five million pound signing. You listen to Neil Lennon. He brought him in for a reason to be the number one. Um, so you can understand. You, you imagine Hazard going to Ibrox on Saturday and he has a couple of clangers. That mm-hmm. young boy's career might be finished. So. I think it's a sensible decision. Um, but listen, ju- just to re-emphasise it, Gordon and Mark, I would say I would start with the same 11. I'm just saying if, if Lennon is looking to bring Brown into the team, yeah. um, I think that's the only reason I would I would do the Christie thing. And I get what Gordon's saying, 100% agree. Um, he's a big game player, but as you've said, Lennon sometimes throws a mm. ball in. All right, Frank, we'll leave it there. Thank you very much. That was Frank. Uh, in Kilmarnock uh, Just something to mark your card with Lots of people seem to be trying to get through in the phones uh, Calling to ask about that 100k competition Just to let you know the winner will be announced online Over the next few days They'll be contacted on the number that you entered with So my goodness, stand by your phones You don't want to miss that call uh, But you're not miffi- missing anything uh, on the show tonight With regards to that one Time for us to play for something much more prestigious Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the Scottish football. I can't give you a hundred grand, but I can give you a signed ball and some bragging rights. Is that, is that all right? <laughs> is that going to make up for you? People are rubbing their hands at the prospect of that. Well, hold on. Extra bragging rights. Imagine being the last Beat the Pundit winner of the year. That sounds good to me. 01419511025 of the decade would it be then? I suppose. Yeah. 01419511025 you up against Wilson or DL try and win a signed ball. Lines close at 7 so be quick. Tackle the headlines. 01419511025. Played one super scoreboard.
The final Clyde 1 Super mm. Scoreboard of 2020 Gordon Deal and Mark Wilson are here We're about to do the last Beat the Pundit of 2020 So let's see what we've got in store It's a big weekend We've had so many thoughts, opinions We've even had a we had a 7-0 prediction I knew it would get a bit mad <laughs> Started this new think, year early I didn't yeah. think we'd have a 7-0 uh, prediction for the weekend You can keep it a bit more conservative than that If you want all your team thoughts all the predictions ahead of the game on Saturday Let's do it What about you Motherwell fans as well Stephen Robinson resigning today That comes as a surprise Yes or no And where does the club go from here 01419511025 This first Beat the Pundit With the Scottish Sun For the best football news and opinion online Thescottishsun.co.uk Slash football Raymond Taylor tweeted in to say Who's the Beat the Pundit champion for 2020 On win percentage over the year I'm going to guess it will be close what, Why on earth are you punching the I'll air I'll guarantee it's me On points per game it won't be Points per game? No, oh, yeah. It's never you No I've lost you, about four times you, Well exactly So Rogers lost one So if it was points I, per I've game I've played about 50 So you, I've got more points Do you know what points per game means? No it means I've got more points Do you want me to explain points, that yeah. to you? <laughs> <laughs> he's not having a good night he, he also He also had a go to himself Because he's got His oh. new zipper on That he's just realised Doesn't match the colour His problem. trousers Has no one ever explained this to you Black and navy Come on Gordon I Risky. actually thought I thought this was black I thought it was black Bring, Bringing in the new year 2020 He's turned up in black, black joggies And a blues And a, a navy hoodie I mean seriously I know it's got a wee designer name In the front but still so that's Come nice, on I know but, but I, I actually thought that it was black ah, You're having to, a bad night See I get in the studio And the lights got One leg shorter than the other yeah. <laughs> He's accusing folk of an OCDC <laughs> It's all happening Right let's play Beat the Pundit Luke is on the line from Irvine How's it going Luke? Hi how are we? Not bad at all Are you feeling confident enough to ruin Beat the Pundit at the end of the year for these two? Oh, absolutely. Good. That's what I like to hear. Luke's just sat there all all night thinking Thursday night. Absolutely mm. no danger. These two dafties. Uh, right. Let's find out who you're up against. Heads. It is Mark Wilson and <coughs> tails. It will be Gordon OCDCDL. <laughs> oh, and it is as well. Oh, yes. What a bad night you've had. Let's see if you can make it. Is even it me? Any better? As you. It was a tails. So I'm going to put Gordon on to Clyde too, uh, so that he can't hear us. Uh, Look. Thirty seconds. Head to head with Gordon And you can pass That is all That's all you need to know Let me find out What these two children Are up to First No just when you've Switched over to the other side We were chatting about Jackie Bird And I think she was on In some countdown uh, show Great, so Brian, that's great. Thanks for sharing that with us um, Right 30 seconds on the clock Look and you can pass That's all you need to know You ready? Let's do it Time starts now Who was the last team Alfredo Morelos Scored against Before St Mirren? Which keeper has started the most Premiership games for Celtic this season? Who did Stephen Robinson replace as Motherwell manager? Who's bottom of the Scottish Premiership? Joe Lewis joined Aberdeen from which English Championship side? Okay, let's see if we can bring Gordon Diel back. Gordon, can you hear us? Yeah. Same set of questions You're up against it tonight by I can imagine Same set of questions to you 30 seconds on the clock And your time starts now Who was the last team Alfredo Morelos Scored against Before St Mirren? Uh, Hamilton Which keeper has started The most Premiership games For Celtic this season? Uh, Bain Who did Stephen Robinson Replace as Motherwell manager? Uh, Mark McGee Who is bottom of the Scottish Premiership? 
Hamilton Joe Lewis joined Aberdeen from which English Pass. Championship side how many consecutive league games have Rangers won uh, consecutive uh, 19 Look, how do you think that went? Uh, not too great Was it one of those harder when you're actually on and the pressure's on? Uh, definitely Yeah, let's find Did out Did Luke ball it? Mm, nah, you got to be like me, Luke that, That's one Cam. word for it I don't think you were very good either for <laughs> what it's worth uh, Who was the last side Alfredo Morello scored against before St Mirren? It was Benfica None of you got it right Oh, that's silly Which keeper has started the most Premiership games for Celtic this season? You both went Scott Bain Barkas has started Seven more games Than Scott Bain In the Premiership oh, Apparently yeah. So there we go So a good game that. so far uh, Who did Stephen It's nil-nil at this point A real classic <laughs> to end the year Who did Stephen Robinson Replace as Motherwell manager Mark McGee Gordon goes 1-0 in front It's a great shout that. Yeah. Who is bottom Of the Premiership It's Hamilton You got that didn't you Yeah So did Luke So you're only up oh, by one no, Luke. Joe Lewis joined Aberdeen From which English Championship side It was Cardiff I wouldn't have got that So you're 2 one even up. get it now How many consecutive league games Have Rangers won It's 13 Not 19 Luke didn't get it either ah, though. So you've done them 2-1 A stinking game To round off the year matter. A victory nevertheless It's the last one of the year Unlucky Luke Good man Luke Hard lines it sounds tail between uh, his legs there, doesn't no, it? No, <laughs> very, con- no very confident now, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That's the most words he says all through that. Uh, I didn't get many. Oh, poor Luke. Awful. Uh, 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 I've I, I wasted his year, but hopefully next year he can come on, have oh, another go. Oh, one, they were hard tonight. 951 We are on Twitter at Clyde SSB as well. We're here until 8 o'clock, so there's plenty of time to build up uh, to the game on Saturday. Keep your thoughts coming. I've, I've quite enjoyed the, the range yeah. of opinions so far. We've had predictions, confident ones, tight ones. We've had team selection, you know, Scott Brown playing, Scott Brown not playing, thoughts on the goalkeeper, Rangers midfield, the tactics, how they're going to face off. Lots to get through So keep the calls flowing in And you can tweet us as well At Clyde SSB uh, The big breaking news from today Is that Stephen Robinson Is no longer the Motherwell manager A 2-0 defeat at home to Kilmarnock last night It's been a real tough run For the Steelmen And news broke this morning That he's had enough And he has resigned from his position Let's hear what he had to say last night This was him speaking after the game uh, Saying you know, he had to look himself in the mirror And and referencing that the players' role in all of this as well. Of course, it's a worry, um, and that happens when you're losing football matches. You know, um, that ultimately, I put the players on the pitch. I've signed the players. I've brought the players to the club. Some players aren't performing. Some players have had their heads turned and, and believe that they're possibly better than what they are. Um, and that happens in football. Unfortunately, when you're you're at the mercy of agents and and things. But um, you know, players aren't playing at the top of the game. Simple as that. And. You know, I have to look in the mirror because it's my fault. I'm the one that picks the team. I'm the one that signs the players. So, you know, hopefully I'll be the one that, that takes the stick and not them. Um, I hope they care as much as myself and the staff, you know, Keith and Craig and and Mo and, and, the, and you know, Roscoe, the analyst, the R's that they put in. I hope, I hope they care as much as we do because we genuinely care about this football club and, you know, I hope that some of them look in the mirror because they owe a lot more than what they're given. Well that was last night And then this morning The news broke That he's no longer The Motherwell manager So Motherwell fans And anyone else Who's interested What do you make of that 0141 9511025 Seemed to be a bit of Shock certainly On social media today Let's bring in David Who's a Motherwell fan From Hamilton How are you feeling On hearing the news David? Um, a wee bit surprised But at the same time I think we need a, a wee change 
How do you look back on on the job then that, you, that he's done? Well, apart from the whole firm, I think he's done an outstanding job with this club that's in the league. Like, even compared to the job that McInnes has done at Aberdeen, I think he's done incredible with the resources he's had and he's made a lot of money back for us. Developed a lot of good players, including youth players as well. But I gutted it away, but at the same time, I think we just need a new change, a fresh face and maybe a new voice in the changing room just to try and lift the players up. Yeah, it's a tough run at the moment. I think is it two wins and nine, and because we don't know what's happening with the the SPFL and, and the points, you know, right in amongst it at the bottom has to be said. Um, but Mark Wilson, David's is outlining the positive case. He took Malo to two cup finals. He led them to third in the league, and he sold David Turnbull, James Scott, Cedric Kipre, developed them, and brought in over six million pounds. Yeah. On a very small budget to begin with So last few weeks I can't imagine Would overshadow that In terms of, of how, how history will will reflect On, on the job Stephen Robinson no. did I think uh, he still had enough in the bank To, to see him through uh, Another wee bit uh, If the results then continued uh, In a downward fashion Then maybe into the new year Maybe But it isn't as if you know They're cut adrift at the bottom They're well in there You know another Win or two Takes them up a couple of places And what he's done for the club And the success he's brought to the club I really thought there was still Some time left in him His press conference last night After the game Was pretty scathing um, Pretty telling Really If you are if you are going to have a go at your players You know He didn't hold back He, he went for them uh, Sometimes I don't think There's anything wrong with, it, uh, with that at all I just think his tone there I think his mind was Probably made up last night I know he says he had to look in the mirror And it was confirmed today But it just sounded after that match That his mind was made up I think he's been a, a terrific servant for Motherwell And I would have liked to have seen him say staying But he obviously thought now was the time It was best for the club to move on be interesting to see who they get in Because it'll be a hard task to find a manager mm. As good as Stephen Robinson What do you make of the timing Gordon? Is this about sort of Acknowledging that he he doesn't feel he can take the club any further, but but does it also allow Stephen Robinson to leave with with a bit of the reputation intact? Because David's a Motherwell fan. On I mean, there have been banners hung upside outside for Park today thanking him for the job mm-hmm. that he's done. So it's not like all bridges are burned and Motherwell are in absolute crisis and Stephen Robinson goes down as a failure. Far from it. Yeah, I think listening to him last night, Gordon, I thought it uh, just sounded like he'd lost belief in his players. Uh, he felt let down with him Now he's right He takes the responsibility Because he's a manager He picks the players He picks the team he got to motivate them But I think he'd sort of Lost faith in some of these players Because Today's management is very difficult um, You know you've got agents You've got players getting their head turned It's all about trying to make as much money as you can And we'll never deny him do that he, It was a terrific job And sometimes as a manager as well You've got to be You've got to be clever in the timing you know, he walks out of Motherwell, as you say, there are banners all over uh, for part, uh, thanking him for a job. So he's still got that a good, good reputation. He'll sit back, he'll reflect on his years at Fur Park, he'll, he'll look back in what was positive, what was negative, and he'll be looking to the mm. next job in the future. And I think probably, like uh, David, as much as I thought, I, I didn't, I was very surprised by it, but sometimes it just is time for a club to make a change Who next David? Um, I think it, we need to go down the route With somebody that knows the league. There'll be fans out there That'll disagree with me But I think guys like Tommy Wright Even Stuart McCall 
guys like that just need to like maybe to the end of the season just to steady the ship, get us back on, on track because if we follow this league I think we'd struggle big time. So mm-hmm. I think we just need someone that'll steady the ship um, just try and lift the players' confidence a wee bit. But you maybe saw on social media like his record's not been great this year, but yeah. Just like I think it's eight wins in like thirty six games or thirty eight games or something like that. And one was against Glen Torn in the Europa League, one was against Dundee in the Scottish Cup. So it is a it is a uh, results driven business, but and what he's done in the past, but I think you just need a wee change and that's it. Mm, let's bring in Hugh. Thank you to David and Hamilton. Let's see what Hugh makes of it. Just on that let's start off on that theme, Hugh, if you don't mind. Where next? Before we get your thoughts on on the news and what Stephen Robinson's done, where do you see the team going next? We're next. Well, first of all, guys, hope 2021 is a lot better for you than what 2020 has been. Um, and best wishes to you. Thank you, and Gordon, much. congratulations on the baby. I've not spoken to you since then. <laughs> Thank you. Um, where do we go? Uh, that's a very, very, I think that's a $64,000 question. Um, I would like to see, as, as I think it was David you were saying there was yep. on there, um, we do need somebody that probably knows the league to get us basically a stable, stable the ship, steady, steady the ship. And move on from there. Uh, we need to stop shipping goals and silly, silly goals. Um, I was frustrated last night with the defence. Um, just silly, stupid goals, and it's every single game now. And I think somebody actually says on social media last night, once Kilmarnock scored, says this game's either going to end up a draw because we're not scoring two goals, and they were right. Mm. And that, that that's how it is at the minute. Yes, but Robo was right last night, saying we were creating chances over the weeks, but we're not finishing. Um, thoughts on Robinson? Gutted. Absolutely gutted. I thought even given to the end of January, then if the club needs to make a decision, but as you, you were saying earlier on, he's have actually stole my thunder that. In his voice last night, you could hear he was broke. You could hear he says, is it, you could, I, I visualised him saying, I've had enough of this. And I thought he was ready to say that last night, to say, look, I'm done. Because the players weren't doing it for them. And I don't know what was up at the club. I don't know why the players weren't doing it. But something wasn't right at the club. I'm gutted he went, and as you've seen as well, Banner's going up outside the stadium thanking him that's what the club that's what a lot of the fans thought of him there was a lot of fans on social media last night as well wanting him out and get rid of him going why you want rid of him who are you going to physically bring in this club that's going to do the job that he's done over the years so you don't think the time was up Hugh I don't know Gordon I mean, when do you, I've always said everybody's got their shelf life every, every single thing but I do believe he'd take the club as far as he could take them but I would probably have given him to the end of January, give mm-hmm. him the transfer window again. I know he was looking at three players, and partly when there was many three players coming in. The only thing I was a bit disappointed in him, not disappointed, thought he would have changed it a wee bit better, was last night, he brought the same team out. Well, the first half wasn't working. Let's go and change it. Uh, we were still sitting with probably four defenders at the back, near enough three, four defenders at the back, and we're 1-0 down. We need to win this mm-hmm. game. We get out to ten men, we still need to win this game. No wide play last night, which I thought, thought was strange for him, because that was what he actually built one over the years. Get the wingers down, get the ball in the box. That's what he built us on. So I was a bit a bit miffed by that. But again, I'm gutted. I'm really, really sad he's went. He was a genuine guy. I spoke to him quite a few times. Really did like him. And I'm just sorry he's went. Hugh, so, maybe, maybe you just, you're talking about, you know, you've, you've, you've given him so much praise and then obviously you went game by game criticising him last night for his time. Maybe, and just the sound of him, Last night doing his interview Maybe he just didn't believe that The guys behind him as well Were going to change a game in any way Listen, we've all been in management I was in management for a long time And you get to a stage where You do believe, listen I can't do anything to change this anymore 
You know what I mean? I just it doesn't matter if I change the system, I change the personnel. There's something mm. just it's 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 now broken. Mm. And unless you're very lucky and you've got millions of quid that you can go out in January, which he hasn't, because he had the wheel and deal, and he was brilliant at that. He just got to the stage, Gordon. He knew the timing was right for him, and I I think he was right. He'll sit back. He will not regret this because he'll have thought this out. I know he came out last night with a statement, but he'll have a, he wouldn't have a good night's sleep. But he'd have sat last night, had a good chat with whoever is in his family, and he's made a decision he thinks right for him. Right, that's Hugh and David both thinking, you know, someone who, who knows the league. You've probably seen the list. The likes of Tommy Wright, it's an obvious one, did a great job with, with St Johnston, <coughs> um, out of work. Uh, Gary Holt's out of work at the moment as well. You've got Stuart McCall if you want to, to go back there and go down that route of someone who was successful previously. You've got people at the club, like Keith Lasley, who's obviously a modern day legend at, at Fir Park and, and still very much... Uh, they are so or, or someone from, from left field I don't know Let's bring in Robbie Well thank you uh, We'll bring in Robbie And get his thoughts What do you what do you reckon Robbie? Uh, hi there um, I just think that um, We should bring in Stephen Cregan Because he knows the club Inside out And um, He done well with the youth team A few years ago And I think he'd be The right candidate for the job Does it concern you at all That he's that would be his first Proper managerial job Robbie And he's obviously been in charge At Firth Park I think he's had a couple of Interim spells hasn't he In between managers I mean you're right Did a did a good job With the the under 20 side You'd have no qualms About him taking on that job As his first major Management role I would have no concerns And that's been his first Managerial job Because Muddle He's played At Muddle Most of his career Um. He knows the club inside out. He knows all the players. He knows what the, what the expectations are. I think he'd be the perfect candidate, to be honest. Well, he did do well with the the under twenty side. He was well thought of. He had a good relationship with the young players that came through. Some of them came through and represented the first team. So, you know, he ticked all those boxes. Certainly different stepping up from that level, where you know the pressure. Is is heavier on your shoulders at first team level than it is obviously at under twenties level. But you know the Motherwell fans hold him in good stead. Um, would the Motherwell board go for someone for a first time managerial appointment? Not so sure. When there's mm. others that you just mentioned out there, Gordon, that are sitting ready, waiting for a job who have had success in the top job. What about the continuity thing, Robbie, with the likes of? Keith Lasley because I know it can be difficult for, for fans to to like that idea when if a manager leaves because things haven't been going well then sometimes the assistant or the coaches are guilty by association but over the piece it's been it's been a good time Stephen Robinson hasn't taken the club to rock bottom or anything like that could it, could you see Keith Lasley being a, a potential candidate? Yes I can see Lasley being a potential candidate because he's been in the backroom staff the most of Stephen Robinson's reign at Muddle. So, Lasley's been there when we made the Super Cup finals in that one season. He was there when we finished fourth that season. So, I think he would be a good candidate. But I feel as if at Muddle right now need a new voice in the dressing room. Like, Lasley's been there this season. He, I'm sure he would have come across with his ideas. And I think we just need a fresh voice. And I think Cregan is, would be a better candidate than Lasley, to be honest. Wilson and DL is the shout on Twitter. Loads of them. No, 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 no. I mean seriously. DL and can Wilson. Can you imagine? They're not that desperate, surely. You'd find That's a not. role. Would you find a role for me in there if you two? So, yeah, you yeah, yeah. Well, you've got, you, you, you got the experience of being a bobo. 
That's true. You I can, can go back in yeah, and get the tracksuit looked out. We tell them in League One in no time, guys. The only way is down. Right, brilliant, Robbie. Thank you for getting in touch tonight. Football moves so quickly, Mark. How much does Stephen Robinson deserve a bit of credit as well for the fact that within that spell we had to build a, a few teams if you remember the first team was, was, was the very direct very physical big strikers yeah. big midfielders long balls up to them gets to two cup finals then it, then there's a revolution then it's David Turnbull it's Jake Hasty, it's James Scott and actually you know the emergence of David Turnbull was one of the stories mm-hmm. of the last few seasons and, and that team played now I know that this season there was a bit of criticism because of the, the 5-5-0 at Ibrox but that's probably a bit more down to you know where they're at this season, yeah. Um, but t- to constantly have to keep doing that and and, and saying that a good manager who, who was it was it David Derlinor Hugh or David that said about Derek McInnes as well. You know, it's constantly had to do it. I think that's a sign a brilliant manager, a manager who can be successful with a team, sell on his best products, and then reinvent it all over again. And Stephen Robinson certainly did that. He just. Didn't get it right this year Going back to that Dundee United game at Fur Park Remember we were saying mm-hmm. The front line kept chopping and changing Seemed like they got it settled mm-hmm. When they went to live in one But then it changed again right. So very Qu- difficult Quickly, very quickly What route do you see Motherwell taking? The Lasley, Craig and McFadden type no. Tied to the club The Gary Holt, Tommy Wright Knows the Premiership Or something else Those are your only three at the moment Because we're running out of time uh, me personally, I think because of the job, because of the people there, because of the club, I think you'll be surprised. I think there'll be a lot of top managers in for that job. Something else for me. I think the, the manager won't come from that list. It'll be something from down south, maybe. Okay, 01419511025. Plenty of time left to discuss that and, of course, the big game on Saturday. 01419511025, like I say, or Twitter at Clyde SSB. And I'll give these two a question next as well. Taking your calls on Scottish football 0141 951 1025 This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson and Gordon DL Here with me Gordon Duncan On tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard Get in touch on the phones or on Twitter uh, To put your point to the panel I'd imagine lots of people still want to discuss uh, The game on Saturday Building up to Rangers against Celtic All the, the predictions, all the team lineup suggestions Let's do all of that uh, Loads of tweets I must say coming in um, about Stephen Robinson and, and Motherwell's next shout Wellfan86 says Mitchell van der Gag There's a Motherwell name oh. from the 90s uh, Or Ian Holloway Gary Winchester <laughs> Gary Winchester says What about John Kennedy for Motherwell? Oh, ah, well That'd be an interesting one Raz thinks Jim Duffy's a good shout His talents are wasted at Dumbarton No offence Dumbarton <laughs> Dumbarton, take uh, that <laughs> John Strelecki says Alan Stubbs and Milo says Hugh Keevens as director of football Along with those two I yes. think he means you too Please yes. don't Please Please please, please don't. disaster Right you, Can people hear that at home what? When he's moving that microphone Absolutely yeah. Why do you keep moving I it I don't know Because I'm You're like an old crooner I'm now sitting down Because I've got to rest <laughs> 01419511025 Let me get your teaser up And Go running on. very topical But Not only for fans of this club I think everyone out there Can give this a go Looking at some of the names on it Nine international footballers have scored for Motherwell under Stephen Robinson. Nine internationally capped footballers have scored for Motherwell under Stephen Robinson. Go. Tony Watt. Yes. Yeah. Uh, McDonald. Scott, Scott McDonald. Was that too late? No. Under who? Under Stephen Robinson. <laughs> no, Scott McDonald wasn't there. Do you want to put Scott McDonald on the table or not? No. 
Right, okay, I'll take it off the table. I'll I'll put it on the table, Scotland. Yes, that's right. <laughs> yes, <mate. laughs> Gallagher. Okay, well done. We'll leave Gallagher. it. We'll leave it there. Leave it there. Declan Gallagher, Tony Watt, and Scott McDonald. <laughs> Donald. Stephen O'Donnell. I said we'll leave it there. But okay, one more. Right, that's four down. Keep going. And five to get. Let's go back to the lines. Andy is a Rangers fan on the line. How confident are you, Andy? We've had a lot of confident predictions on the show tonight. How are you feeling? Um, I, I'm, I'm confident Not as confident As one of my, my fellow Rangers supporters earlier on And said He thinks 7 nothing. Even a couple Even a month ago When Celtic were going through A kind of rocky patch We're still going to say 7 nothing. I think it's going to be Him tuck on Saturday I think it's going to be A goal either way I don't think it's going to be A lot of high scoring game um, I think Rangers Have got a better team um, And I think they'll expose Celtic's defence And I, I think If Julian doesn't make it I think they're going to have to Go and Duffy and I think Rangers uh, will expose him for what he is, you know, um, which is a no very good defender. Um, the other thing I was going to mention as well, um, I think it was Gordon that mentioned Edwards. I think my fellow Rangers supporters mentioned Edwards, um, basically starting to score the goals again and things like that. So I was a wee bit worried about that. Maybe up in the fact that the transfer window opens tomorrow, and Edward does want away. I mean, it's well known he does want away. And I think he's just upped his game a wee bit to put himself in the short window to get away. Um, so I see what your thoughts are on that. <laughs> I mean, listen, I have heard it before. Players playing round about the transfer windows. It's, it's not a surprise. But I don't think that's the case with Edward. I think Daz touched on it perfectly earlier where Edward's a player who just lost a bit of form along with the rest of the Celtic team. And... It looks as though Because he's got a striker now Somebody to play up there He bounces off him Terrifically well He's back to goal Scoring in form Scored another good goal So I don't think it's anything That you know He's he's playing to get away On the 1st or 2nd Of January um, I think he's just Found a wee bit of form At the right time Coming into this game I think it's 6 goals In his last 10 games Gordon Not yeah. out, not outstanding But that's a, that's a good return I think anything better Than 1 and 2 And in particular When you, you look at the the first part of the season, you know, up to that, up to that kind of Hibs game mid-November, he had only, you know, scored in a few games. He's, he's, he's got twelve and twenty-four this season, which is not bad. That's good. I think if you stick around that one and two, but he's clearly not hit the heights that that people expected. No, no, and he's he's starting to come back to form now. Everybody can put two and two together and come up with a transfer window. We know that Edward's eventually going to leave Celtic, so it does benefit him. If he starts, you know, getting back to forum, banging in the goals. But it also benefits Celtic as well, Gordon. And that's what Neil Lennon would be delighted with. I think that Neil's come out and said that he's had a chat with one or two of the players that were looking to move on. I don't think there'll be a lot of business done in January for Celtic, as in players going out the way. I don't, certainly mm. don't think Edward will. And, you know, unless there's a massive bid and they lose the game at Ibrox, it could be a possibility. But... I think as long as there's still hope for this 10 in a row I think he'll keep his top players Andy, quite simply And I don't think I'm, I'm being controversial with these statements This is the best place Rangers have been in for years And given their success It's arguably the worst place Celtic have been in for, for years Or certainly close to it Does that equate to you being the most confident You've been ahead of one of these fixtures in recent seasons? Every Rangers supporter is confident I mean, I've just watched I'm quite sad, I know But I've just spent a day Basically watching old Sky Sports Going into the SPL And it's mostly Rangers Celtic And you can through Andy if that's sad I did it as well So there we go I know I know I'm just sitting watching it And I'm looking at it And I'm saying to myself And I, I know, no, no the outcome Every one of the games Obviously But I'm saying to myself Were you that bad You know And 
what were, what were we thinking about Marty and then you were having Pedro and oh, it was it was torture and you know so I'm right now and I'm, I'm in a good place even when Gerard came in to begin with he was in a good place but obviously he had a lot of sorting out to, to, to make the, the squad stronger because maybe the first 11 could have kind of competed with Celtic but anything coming off the bench wasn't he up to scratch but now that's different so I'm the, I'm the most confident in Amar right now that the ticker tape's on no the ticker tape the, the ribbons are on the trophy red, white and blue just now there's no hands on the trophy yet but if we win on Saturday I think one hand will be on that trophy um, and I think it'll be coming down Govanway um, in May or whenever it, it finishes yeah, Funnily enough I, I did the same uh, sat and watched those games Sky Sports were running loads of them from, from the last few seasons sort of from the from the kind of Brendan Rodgers era I think yeah. would have been roughly the ones that, that I caught and you can never just pick out one random game and say, "Oh, well, that that means that you know this is what's going to happen this time." But but one that kind of the one that sort of jumped out at me is because I don't think anyone would would argue that clearly Rangers have had a very very good season. Celtic have struggled. They're now coming back. About Rangers would be favourites. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. agreed. Mm-hmm. It's at Ibrox as well. Maybe not the same because there's no fans. But the one that jumped out at me from the TV today was that day that Rangers went to Celtic Park and got a one-all draw. When Clint Hill scored late Remember it? Mm-hmm. Yeah yeah. That was Brendan Rodgers Invincibles And Rangers With no disrespect To the following Had Lee Hodson Emerson Hindman Jason Holt It was Miller and Waghorn up front um, Hill was in there Tavernier was nowhere near the player He is now Fotheringham was in goals It wasn't McGregor um, You know ha- mm. Harry Forrester and Michael O'Halloran Came off the bench And, and that day Rangers, Rangers went to Celtic It's Invincibles and, and got a one-all draw And that, that just reminded me that Whilst I don't quite buy into the cliche always Of form goes out the window It's still a football game And it, and it doesn't necessarily follow That because Rangers have been brilliant And because Celtic have had their troubles that, that That's the way the game's going to pan out Whoever turns up on the day, Gordon These both sets of players Are top players Very good Yes, form has been different On both sides leading up to this But when it comes to Saturday I think it's completely different I think Celtic are slightly different, Gordon, because the previous ones and earlier on the season, yes, they did have big players missing. They had Edward missing. They had Christie missing. These guys are available for Neil Lennon this time round. Rangers have got, you know, Arfield and Jack missing, big losses. But the rest that come in are equally as good. So it's whoever of these top players perform on the day that win the game. They're very unpredictable. And that's why we love these ones, especially the New Year ones are great. Yeah, I'm I'm excited waiting for it, Gordon. I really am. I think it'll be great. I think that the first we're all waiting is what the lineup's going to mm. be. I think most Celtic fans will be more interested. I think you could really pick Rangers unless there's an injury in training or something happens. But I think it's all about what Celtic do lineup formation. But I just think that six weeks ago I'd have said Rangers were a stick on. I think it'll be a great game. You waiting to the weekend for your yes, prediction? Yeah, yeah. Right, okay. That's don't fine. don't let it go too quick this year. <laughs> That's fine. Is that your New Year's resolution? <laughs> Is that new? It's a new hip. <laughs> you want uh, the big Gordon or a wee Gordon? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's talking about because one <laughs> leg is shorter than the other. Right, I was worried there. What you I, I don't want to tell you what I was thinking there. What you've got to remember is people don't always catch the full show. Someone's just going to have tuned in in the last ten minutes, heard well. you say that, fallen off the couch, <laughs> and not realised it's because earlier on you were talking about you've now got one leg longer than the other, 
As a result Of your hip operation <laughs> Honestly I don't know Joyful says Thursdays are a riot With those two Gordon You deserve a medal I agree Well said Joyful yeah, I, I, I do. do Well done Poor me um, <laughs> Andy Is a Celtic fan On the line Andy How do you see it going? How do you see it going? I actually think Celtic will win um, I, I, I've heard this long held belief That I believe that Probably uh, 90% of the position Celtic are better players And uh, and I think now the beginning of, uh, there seems to have been a, a wee switch flick maybe three or four weeks ago uh, that they've hit rock bottom and they're bouncing back. There's been signs that they're now starting to work as a unit. Tell us a bit more about that. 90% of the positions Celtic have the better players. Which ones? Let's go through them. Who's got the better goalkeeper? Well, I think that's obvious. It's Rangers. Right. Okay. However, what about the fullbacks? Saturday, uh, Sunday. Say that again Alright okay let, let's go through them Because um, it's always a bit of fun isn't it These kind of combined things Right the two full back areas Right and left back Who's got the best players I believe the left back area um, Rangers have the better player in Barisic uh-huh. uh, I think uh, Frimpong and Tavernier Are very much of a muchness I think they're both Great assets going forward I think they're both liabilities Going back the way are Frimpong and Tavernier mm, neck and neck, Mark? I wouldn't say so. Who's got um, the edge? Listen, I had I had one of these teams for a newspaper last year. I picked Frimpong because of the form. I thought I was right at that time. This year, I don't think there's any argument. If you've got a right back that's got how many goals he got now, how many assists he got now, and playing incredibly well, and I the, think and Tavernier's the thing streaks about, ahead at the, the minute. The thing about him not being a good defender is it's getting less and less relevant, isn't it? Mm. See, see the thing is I've very rarely seen Anybody had, have the chance To square him up And run at him Or go by him it, It's never really occurred mm. This year so And you know You pair that with The amount of clean sheets Then Yeah the argument Does die away So, um, But Tavernier's ahead yeah Who's got the best Centre half then Andy? <laughs> if Julian's fit I, I believe he's better than uh, Any of the three Rangers Centre halves to be quite honest, I think Chris Ayer's a, a, a really good footballer. Sometimes he, he complicates it uh, and, and thinks he's better than he is. But I genuinely believe that they're actually better footballers. I believe that's where Celtic strength is. And that's where we should take heart in the fact that I believe that uh, Rangers are still the same team they were last year. And I think you'll always get a problem if you put Goldson under pressure. Jul- if you're a Rangers. Is uh, Julian, Julian better than Connor Goldson, Gordon? At this moment in time, no. I think that the weakest point of Celtic's team is their is their defence. Uh, and uh, to be fair, Andy's putting up a good defence here for his his side. He's not winning it, but he's putting up a good defence. Um, no, I'm sorry, I, I don't agree with uh, Tavernier as well. I think Tavernier's bang on form. Uh, probably going to get Scottish Player of the Year. Um, the way he's going about, the goals, assists, everything. Um, I, I think if you look at Celtic, if you're a Celtic fan, your biggest worry going to Ibrox on Saturday is your back guys. And so to say, whereas opposite, you look at clean sheets that Rangers have had this season, performances, especially in Europe as well, then uh, that argument doesn't stack up for me. Final word to you on this one, Andy. Well, well, you, you know what? If, if we're going on current forum, then you, what Gordon and Mark are saying are absolutely right. Um, now, 
the old heads will tell you that when it comes to old firm games, the forum book uh, goes out the window. Uh, Julian, to, to defend Julian and probably the Celtic defence, uh, Julian uh, has had, had big injury problems this year. He's no hit the ground running at all. Um, so I, I think he's I think he's had a sluggish start. However, you know and I know Mark uh, and and Gordon that a football team a football team's like a jigsaw, and if you've got a, a weak part of that jigsaw, then the rest of it tends to look pretty rubbish. And I think that's where uh, Tavernier will be exposed. Now there's no arguing uh, how well he's played this year. Can he argue with that? Has he really been tested? Uh, that's the key. I believe he'll be tested on Saturday. He's probably been tested in Europe, Mark Wilson. Andy, I, I get, I get where you're coming from as a Celtic fan, you know, through and through, and you're putting up the best case you can. But what you can't do is pick holes in a team that aren't there. You can't say James Tavernier hasn't been tested. He's played against some top teams in Europe. He's not been tested for a reason because he's imposing himself on other team. The Rangers team. Are playing well Yeah As much as you don't like it You've got to give Credit to them It'll be an incredibly Tough game for Celtic The the, the jigsaw you're talking about Too many pieces for Celtic Haven't been right And that's why The whole picture Has been all over the place This year Thank you Andy 01419511025 We'll take more calls And get the rest of the answers On this teaser next Number one For football In Glasgow and the West 0141 951 1025 Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard Into the final part of the final Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard of 2020 Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here They're trying to come up with the answers to this teaser The Crazy Pony sent it in He's looking for 9 international players Who've scored for Motherwell Under Stephen Robinson Can you name them? You've got Scott McDonald You've got Declan Gallagher Tony Watt and Stephen O'Donnell All scored well, not all Scots. Uh, Scott McDonald, Australian. Who else you got? David Clarkson. Uh, no. And we should come clean. <laughs> we should come clean during the break. Gordon DL yeah, said. I'm about the English one. He thought, I'm not he thought David about Clarkson one. was English for some that reason. Incredible. Uh, he's not on the list anyway. Stephen McManus. Nope. McFadden. What? McFadden. See, his last Motherwell goal came before Stephen Robinson came back to the club. Did McFadden come oh, back and score? Oh, McFadden did. Yes. Well done. And oh. get Mark come out with a shout. We don't know. Ross McCormack. No. Stevie Hamill No um, Mark, I told you Hamill didn't score Mugabe Who's he been capped by? Oh um, I, the, the, Remember that this mob. Remember um, this on Beat the Pundit A few week, a few months ago on Beat the Pundit Gordon was asked What nation, what nationality beat this Mugabe is And he yeah. said Argentinian <laughs> <laughs> He got capped to Argentina Who did um, he get capped Uganda. Uganda Uganda Yes He's on the list I thought what? I heard you with one more Kipri <laughs> Kipri's French I mean, you, listen, you he love was, Kipri he was, ah. he was decent But I don't think he's going to bother The French uh, oh, World Cup winning side Anytime okay. soon yes, Right okay We'll leave it there uh, that, thinking, where, where did we sit? Do you know what Thinking back That might be one of my highlights Of the year on this what? show Was when you When you thought Beavis Mugabe Was Argentinian <laughs> And there have been so many You know it's that time of reflection yeah. When you look back Because listen I spend every night in here So most of my memories Of the year Come from from things that have happened on here. Mm. Oh, you know, I, I spend a lot of time. All here, sorts of, remember the night the guy swore on beat the pundit. I think I Gordon, was. Gordon, you were there. Yeah. Remember the yeah, night I the guy swore on beat. That yeah. was outstanding. <laughs> then he had his um, Sergio Balthacher last was week. Good, yeah, that was pretty good. Pretty yeah. decent. Oh, it's all me, is it? Is yeah, it yeah. The night that you thought uh, a double-barrelled name was Barry Bannon. 
That was a good one I like that one um, Oh the night of the Scotland game Was obviously brilliant I mean what a night That was the highlight That was, that was here, the clearly. best show I've ever done That was outstanding here. And um Remember the boy phoned in with the, the story the, the, the roller coaster of emotions And he had lost his wife And he had been oh, trekking across the Alps And uh, all uh, the producers Joe, to, Looking Joe, to make a film out of that world tour. But seriously this, this show gen- Dominates ev- Because ev- everything I thought Oh that was back when that happened on the show every, every life event I somehow managed to link yeah. Back t- to the show And how weird the summer was it Remember when all that was kicking off with mm-hmm. Dundee's vote And and the, the league And will it be called And will it be not And well, it's, it's usually a time We have nothing To talk about And the summer Ended up being One of the busiest period For us It was it was incredible To be involved And it's in. always the calls It's always been about the calls And all kind of a mm. laugh at you But for instance Right And I see you link about it to, Linking it to, to sort of Big events The night That it was announced That Dundee's vote Had been changed Or whatever It was meltdown Never seen anything like it And I remember One of the first callers Came on and said That was it he was never going back to Hamden again, even for concerts. He was never, <laughs> he was never going to pay to go and watch a, t- a concert at Hamden oh, ever again uh, because of the SPFL vote. And it went mental. Twitter was blown up. It went viral. It was in newspapers. People loved it and just uh, it went crazy. And that night, I came home from the show, and I'll never forget this because, like I say, linking everything to Super Scoreboard, my head was absolutely spinning. It had been one of those mental shows. Um, my phone was was blown up. I was sitting checking it, Twitter, going mental, getting messages from everyone, and I then heard my wife come thumping down the stairs. I thought, "What's wrong?" And it was to say that she was pregnant, and now she's ex- oh. and now we've had the baby. And wow. honestly, I can't separate <laughs> that caller on Super Scoreboard from that moment because that's what was on my mind. Oh, your poor daughter. <laughs> so while she's de- the memories of me, while she's up. delivering that news, I'm thinking about. John Barhead or whatever it was Brilliant Yeah we forget that I mean how much you're here I mean we we stop in from time to time But you are constantly here I just hope that guy's favourite artist Goes to Hamden And And he's been dying to see him for ages Can he go? (laughs) I can go Anyway right let's bring in one more caller then James is in Ridry Hi James Hi Hi, Gordon James last caller of the night Last caller of the year Last caller of the decade No pressure Finally, guys, I'll tell you, <laughs> you guys, you three guys should have this show every single night of the week. Oh, no, don't, James, I couldn't handle that. Please, no, please, no. No, I'm telling you, man, he's are absolutely brilliant, right? You cheer everybody up, you have got great points, you are well experienced, and by the way, what a laugh. Oh, do you know what? It's nice. I just can't help but think James has just he started early. On Cut the, James off now. He's, 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 no, he's <laughs> never going to top that. I don't like praise. Thanks, James. I prefer abuse. Um, it makes me feel better. James, how do you see this weekend going then? It's a massive game to kick off the new year, isn't it? He's a dead serious. Absolutely brilliant, man. I'm telling you. First class. You should have it. Now you used to have a name for the shows. I think you should be the Gordon Gordon Mark show. <laughs> That's the worst name I've ever heard. <laughs> Jesus, Jesus, he's been like, I wonder what I'll call it. I wonder what I'll call it. <laughs> and, oh, wow. And there was me expecting everybody was having a quiet, quiet hug, <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I've got a couple oh, of names in my way. head. Uh, James, you're available to do my agency work. <laughs> right, James. 12%. James, we're running out of time, so I need I need to move. Give me a prediction. That's, you can at least manage that. Give us a prediction for the weekend. You're a Celtic fan. Are they going to do it? Mate, I'm a Celtic fan, right? But uh, we we can't have a draw. We can't. Right, obviously a defeat. But uh, 
we've got to win. But all I can say is, but I, I only made, I only come on to make one point was what Rangers can't make any changes and won't unless it's injury. And Shelley will only make one change, and it's whether they whether they play Scott Brown mm, or not. That is the question. You two both don't have them in. Very quickly, James. Yes or no? Does Scott Brown play? What? Does Scott Brown play for you? Yes or no? I think. Just a yes or no, James. No heart thing. I'll say aye, but James, just a yes or no. He's not sure. He's sitting in the fence. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, James and Ridley. Happy New Year to you, James. Yeah, You're yeah, the yeah, last caller, so we'll, we'll leave it there. I'll leave uh, sign off. Great. Br- 10 is on uh, Says Gordon Deal Walking into the wrong house oh. When visiting his mate oh. <laughs> Is the best ever Your uncle Gordon your uncle Gordon Remember that oh, Yeah wow. that is. Yeah, yeah, It's yeah. been quite the Do you know what I wanted to do a bit of that And have a bit of fun And look back But it's been such a busy show And lots of yeah. very serious topics About you know The game at the weekend And Stephen Robinson And all the rest But maybe over the weekend I'll dig out some of the yeah, The high that. points Or the low points Call them what you will <laughs> Of the year Oh, I'm loving it, uh, and we'll, we'll we'll see where we go from there. Thank you to James and Redry. He'll bring the curtain down. Uh, right, you're looking for nine international footballers that have scored for Motherwell under Stephen Robinson. You've got Scott McDonald, James McFadden, Declan Gallagher, Tony Watt, Stephen O'Donnell, Bevis Mugabe. Does Stephen Pearson come back for India and play? Well, he did, but he's not on the list. No, Stephen Craigan. Nope. Oh, we're struggling a little bit here. Uh, Ross McCormick. Did we say? Did you say Hamill? We say Hamill is not on the list. Cut uh, the Irish guys, Northern Ireland, guaranteed. Yeah, yeah. No, right no, line. no, absolutely no, not. I You've got another, so. <laughs> another <laughs> Scott. Yeah. Believe it or not, that's a wee sneaky one because you you you'll forgotten oh, you'll forgotten a bit. No, but you'll forgotten about his Scotland cap. There is a there is a Northern Irishman. Sorry. Told you. And one from Burundi. I've got it. I've got. It. Oh no, no, dude, this could make the show. This could make the come on, show. Come on, tell it. We want you to see it. Who's the guy from Burundi? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> you have struggled with this guy's name for years. Which is bigger Amana. Oh, he's oh, nailed yes! it. Yes! Big way Amana. Well done, Amana. Right, oh, two he's more. To do me there. A Scotland one, a Northern Scotland Ireland one. Uh, I'm struggling with that. What position? Winger. Now, he was part of that, remember that end of season trip to Peru oh. and Mexico. That's why you've forgotten. Because it wasn't was hasty. Winger Scottish mm-hmm. winger Here's your big clue Now yeah. plays In the MLS I think he's actually now Playing more as a, a Right back Oh for, uh, uh, Cadden Chris Cadden Well done And the last one a Scotland cap and on, on that trip Yep Yeah I remember um, You get one as well <laughs> You're talking about Half a one yeah, Right Northern Absolute Ireland rob. He's still there at the moment He's just injured And he was actually A very important player Last season And he's kind of Dropped out of of, uh, of everyone's mind I think Because he's been injured He'd make some difference This season Centre yeah, forward Midfield nope. player Midfield player Yeah midfield He actually started as a defender And then came scored a lot of goals oh, Last Don- season Donnelly. Liam Donnelly There we go And that's you You've done it Are yes. you happy Yeah Happy New Year everyone Yeah it feels weird doesn't it Bringing, yeah. the, bringing the curtain down On on 2020 On the on the decade I'm emotional Are you privileged been rubbish Are you feeling emotional <laughs> <laughs> I've hated let's everyone At 2020 Let's go home Get a Bailey's do you know what? It has, been, it has been a tough year It has indeed Let me start by thanking Mark Wilson, Gordon Diel All of the pundits of course But it goes without saying The biggest thank you by an absolute mile 
goes to you It has been a really, really tough year A few highs, lots and lots of lows Really difficult times for everyone And hopefully better times lie ahead But there's always a positive to be taken And let me just say from a personal point of view On behalf of everyone in the show What an absolute privilege it's been To be a part of your days Every day this year through some tricky times So if we've even managed to make 1% difference a voice, a bit of cheering you up Given everything that's gone on Then we'll absolutely take that Thanks as always for listening To everyone who calls and tweets We never take it for granted Your support is more appreciated than ever A rare day off tomorrow Then back for the big one on Saturday Look after yourselves tonight Stay safe and Happy New Year